You are listening to episode 31 of the EU Startups Podcast. Today's guest is Hans Schäfer, the founder and CEO of HelloPrint, which is Europe's leading marketplace for customized print products. Welcome to another episode of the EU Startups Podcast. Today, we're really excited to be joined by Hans Schaeffer, who is a Dutch entrepreneur and founder. Currently, he is the CEO of HelloPrint, which is a company that he founded, and it's really shaking up the print industry. It's regarded as one of the world's largest e-commerce platforms for printing products, and it brings local production and delivery to global entrepreneurs and e-commerce companies, reducing their cost, speeding up delivery choices, and reducing their carbon footprints. Hans was born and raised in Rotterdam, and he's really experienced in building and scaling successful businesses. One common thread that runs through all of his endeavors seems to be a commitment to building strong teams and commitments to sustainability for both people and planet. So we'll touch on a few of these things today, I'm sure. Rotterdam as well is a really dynamic city. It's, it's regarded as a European hub of startup activity. So it'll be really interesting to hear his thoughts too about Rotterdam and the Netherlands more generally. So Hans, thank you very, very much for joining us today. It's great to have you. My pleasure. Um, yeah, thank you. Um, to get started, could you maybe just share a little bit about your entrepreneurial story with us? Have you always been an innovator at heart? Well, I think I've uh, I've been actually. So um, I'm, I'm 39 years old and uh, I started my first company when I was uh, at the age of 15, 16. And my first wow. real company when I was like 18 or 19. So I'm an entrepreneur for like 20 years. Um, so yes. I can't I can't think of anything else. Uh, than building companies and, and and living the entrepreneurial life. I think it's one of the most rewarding things to yeah, develop new stuff together with great people, uh, come up with innovative ideas and, and spread them uh, across the world. Uh, so I'm very happy and blessed that I can do this uh, uh, for a sustained uh, period of time. Absolutely. It really seems to be to be something like part of your DNA almost. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think so. I think... If my friends describe me, then they would say Hans is always busy with new stuff and 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 going above and beyond, and not necessarily to make things always better or faster or bolder, but yeah, to come up with 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 something that's that's a little bit off the chart and a little bit different than than others. And yeah, I think it's it's really part of uh, yeah who I am. Of who you are, awesome. That's really cool. So. Currently, you're obviously the founder and CEO of HelloPrint, um, which you founded back in 2013. Can you tell us a little bit more about the company? What were the main goals, the mission behind the company? What, what, can you tell us a bit more about it? Yeah, sure. So we started um, HelloPrint back in 2013 with uh, four young guys with a dream. Uh, we uh, worked already uh, a little bit in this industry uh, some years before when we founded our, our previous company, Flyer Zone. Uh, we sold that on uh, uh, to a listed company in the UK called Printing.com in 2010. And then we thought, okay, so what? Shall we start something new in a new industry? And um, and we couldn't figure out what was as scalable and as rewarding and 
as global as sprinting could be. So we decided to uh, basically uh, bring back the band together and, and start a new adventure, but in a different way. So that was the inception of uh, Hello Print back in 2013, uh, in, in a time where uh, uh, yeah, the market uh, was, was different than, uh, than now. Um, and we started with our e-commerce model in the Netherlands um, and quickly internationalized that. Uh, we started with uh, our Dutch brand, Drugso, uh, still uh, called Drugso in the Netherlands and Belgium. And uh, at the border of Belgium, we figured out that uh, Drugso uh, was not really an international name. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I was just thinking, I'm glad I don't have to pronounce that. <laughs> yeah, well, it's fairly difficult, I would say, if you're not coming from the Netherlands. And even in Belgium, they don't recognize the word zo because it means something different. So anyway, okay. so we, we changed uh, the name of the company um, in HelloPrint for our international um, uh, development uh, and expansion. Um, yeah, we grew the company from there. So uh, we quickly internationalized, uh, grew the team from uh, from four uh, four people to uh, yeah to to uh, to a hundred plus. And uh, now it's 2022, I think already. And uh, yeah. yeah, we're still there. And the uh, team is growing still. We're with 250 people right now. Um, I'm the 20 in Rotterdam, where our headquarters is located, and uh, quite a substantial team of over 100 in uh, in Valencia, in sunny Spain, where we have centralized our uh, customer experience center, and uh, yeah, still trying to uh, yeah to build um, the largest marketplace for customized print products, and also the most sustainable marketplace for customized print products. Wow, it's been quite a story. And so you founded the company with, with people you'd obviously worked with before. You said you got the band back together and you, you started this new adventure. Um, how was that? You know, what do you think is the importance of having co-founders that you really have worked with before and you know you work with well? Why, how does that help you grow? So in essence, I think that starting a company um, has everything to do with people. So you can come up with a great idea, but... So to be very honest, so most of the ideas are already there and, and really changing, yeah. disrupting a market is, is fairly difficult. So I, I think the one thing that, that differentiates uh, great companies from good companies is, is the, the culture and the team they have. And it all starts with, with the people you, uh, you are starting the company with, I think. So uh, yeah, I, I had the, the great luck to start the company together with Michael, one of my best friends and, and CTO, and, and also Erwin and Nick, who started the company with me and where I had uh, vast experience with, and it's so rewarding. Uh, so it's it's at one end it's 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 very trustworthy to do it with people you know and where you have uh, uh, done uh, the trick already with, but it's also a lot of fun to do it with uh, with great like-minded people you know and 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 who are very close to your heart. Uh, and it helps. It sometimes it's very difficult, but uh, in most of the cases, it um, yeah it really accelerates uh, also the growth of the company because you're so so well connected and you you in instantly understand each other and uh, that it's a huge yeah. benefit i think uh sure i imagine it really positively influences kind of the team dynamics and you can bounce ideas off each other and it helps with you know more creativity as well and activity um, going back to 2013 um how were the early days of founding the company did you have many challenges you know you're, you're disrupting a massive industry so so how was that experience so i i think 2013 so we're almost 10 years back right so i, I think the whole, the whole startup landscape was different so uh, i founded some companies before and in 2013 i, I think the whole startup scale-up scene was still very embry embryonic i would say 
The investment landscape was different. Uh, there were other characteristics of the market. And um, maybe it was a little bit less difficult than, 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 than nowadays, I would say. It was quite easy to, uh, to enter the market. E-commerce was on its rise. It was the, the peak period for, uh, for e-commerce back then. And, um, and so I think the world looked a little bit less complex than that it currently looks, to be very honest. Sure. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely times have changed over the past decade. And, and you really were at the forefront of that e-commerce boom that, that now has kind of taken over the world. Yeah. So, so yeah, go ahead. One thing that sorry, and uh, one thing that's super interesting about HelloPrint is obviously its commitment to sustainability, which I kind of see across two pillars: one towards people and one towards planet. Um. So first of all, talking about the planet, I mean, printing doesn't always kind of scream sustainable, eco-friendly. Um. So how does HelloPrint go about making sure that you actively protect the planet with your business? Yeah, so make no mistake. So we are in one of the most polluting industries uh, on earth. Uh, and print is also one of the largest industries. So it's the fifth largest industry uh, worldwide. Um, so saying that we are a sustainable company uh, is very far off the truth. And we don't make ourselves any illusions there. What we do, though, is that um, we are active in a very large industry which is by itself very polluting. So the impact that we can make if we change something there is, 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 very, is very, very and fairly substantial, I would say. So yeah. that's our pledge that we really want to change the way printing companies look at their future and how they take responsibility towards the environment. Um, and that starts with, um, uh, for us, that starts with, really including sustainability in our strategy. So not only saying that we um, uh, want to become a net positive or, 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 or CO2 neutral company, but also really embedding those goals into our strategy. Uh, so that's what we've done over the, over the past period. So we made very small steps into becoming a more sustainable company. And we have connected all the, the goals that we want to achieve to the United Nations uh, uh, sustainability goals, the ESG goals. Um, and for us, it's the most important thing is that people can hold us accountable um, yeah, towards our pledge. And that's something mm -hmm. that we are currently working on. Interesting. Interesting. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. And, and also, you know, being honest about it, you know, like this, this isn't something that that's easy to do or an easy to change overnight. Um, and I think it's really interesting how you're embedding the process through all the different aspects of the, the business. So also as well, talking then about sustainability towards people. Um, and you touched on this a little bit before is about the work culture behind HelloPrint. Can you speak a little bit more about the work culture that you've tried to create? Yeah, so at HelloPrint, there's one thing leading, and that's that's culture. Uh, and the second thing that's leading is is culture as well. And um, it's it's a very essential part of uh, who we are and uh, who we want to uh, become. We always said that uh, we have two uh, strategic goals. One is um, is connected to growth and 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 the role that we want to play in our market. But the second one is to become the world's best employer for the people who want to work here. And, and that's a very substantial and, and elaborated goal also for me personally as an entrepreneur. And 
So right from the start in, in, in 2013, we've created a culture based on our own fundamental beliefs that if you work with professionals, you should give professionals the full responsibility and freedom to, yeah, to do the things uh, that they think they should do um, um, towards uh, uh, the goals that we have as a company. And so I sometimes need to love a little bit about how we now see freedom and responsibility changing because of working from home and, 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 and the forced situation that we have or had uh, due to COVID. Um, but we already do this for many, many years. And I've learned over time that so creating a culture of freedom and responsibility is so much more than just uh, putting some elements to your culture or uh, say that you don't have any working hours or don't have a working spot or, or have free holidays. It's a total concept of really trusting your employees or the team members yeah. that you have in the team to, 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 to let them judge how they act in the best uh, interest of the company and in, in a good balance with their private lives. And if you give that responsibility back to people, you get a lot of rewarding back, I would say. So the Halloprint culture is fundamentally built on those very simple principles, I would say, uh, of trust and, and, and of giving professional people the freedom to, to act how they think they should act. Interesting. I think it's it's a really refreshing approach, um, you know, and it's it's also very simplistic, which I kind of love because it means literally every company, every business could implement that, you know, trust the people you're hiring and, and give them the freedom that they need to to do what they, they do best at the end of the day. Yeah, um, so and it's, I think that's, that's exactly what it is. And so sometimes I get the question, for example, with and not having a, or having unlimited holiday, holidays, then people ask me, are people then taking more or less days off i said that's the whole concept that you don't measure it and then people say yeah, yeah but you, exactly. you give the freedom but you, you do measure it right I said no and we're not measuring it that's the thing of freedom and what i tend to notice is that companies are saying that they give a lot of freedom and responsibility and and are preaching with that a bit but in essence not that many companies are really trusting the employees to do what they think is best and um i i think or tend to think that we do that in uh, yeah in the capacity that that fits people absolutely and i think as well it kind of gives employees more of a stake and more of a a, a love for their work as well right because they feel valued they feel respected and they feel more part of the team um yeah so i think it's a really really refreshing approach yeah it's also what we see back in the uh, employee happiness uh, surveys that we do quite extensively and uh, we do a lot of pool surveys but also very extensive and in-depth surveys uh, with the team and that's also what we get back so that, that the level of trust and level of context that they experience uh, made them uh, love working here yeah absolutely and i can imagine i can imagine why you know and so as well Hilloprint has as you mentioned before you know you have offices in in spain as well as in the netherlands how do you go about kind of managing, but um, you know, operating with diverse, uh, disparate teams? Uh, well, the, the 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 most and foremost thing is having very great great people who who yeah who take the lead on that. And uh, so we have two, basically two head offices, I would say, right now. So we have the the Rotterdam team and the Valencia team, but those are two siblings from the same uh, yeah same family. Uh, we always uh, say so they do share that 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 Hello Print mentality and the DNA that we all share and the core values, but they are different. So if you walk into one of our offices, 
you instantly feel that it's a Halloprint family uh, 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 that's 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 residing uh, residing there, but you also feel that it's different. So one of the reasons to to split the company in the way we've done it is that back in 2016 we saw that the team was growing so massively that it was harming the culture. So we saw a lot of new people, a lot of other roles coming into the company. Uh, and the mix of the two, in combination with the fast growth, yeah, led to quite some, some challenges in terms of uh, uh, cultural behavior. And, and we made the educated call back then to basically create two cells um, uh, with their own responsibility and their, their, their own uh, approach, but still fed by uh, the cultural values that we all believe in. And it was one of the best choices I think we've made. And, and now the, the Hello Print Valencia office is, a, yeah, is, is bigger than the Rotterdam office even. And it's, wow. it has such a good vibe and energy there. And it's also um, yeah, uh, a starting point for many people who, who start an international career and who want to yeah, uh, develop their careers in a, in a certain capacity. So for us, it's a, it's a very uh, yeah, rewarding uh, way of managing the company in this uh, perspective. Interesting. It's a real, it's a real testament to, to your founding team and the, the creativity that you've had to, to grow this company. So, so looking to the future, then what do you think is next for Hello Print? What's the next steps? So we, uh, uh, we, we just closed our the best quarter in our history in in many uh, in many uh, ways. So best revenue ever, best margin ever, highest employee happiness, highest highest supplier happiness. So. And that's well, after a period of, thank you very much. And, and But that's after a period, a very challenging period uh, uh, within COVID. So for many companies, that was a challenge, but also for us, it was quite a challenging period. So we're really looking forward now to, to really accelerate the company's growth again. So we have like 50 open vacancies. We just uh, launched five new countries. Uh, we're looking to uh, expansion plans in the US. We're looking to uh, a new fresh funding round. Um, so everything is again um, about growth uh, of the company and growth of the people. So I'm really looking forward to uh, yeah to accelerate the growth of the company together with the team, and uh, yeah work towards uh, great things uh, in the future. Awesome! It sounds like there's lots of exciting things in the in the pipeline. Anyway, I'm looking forward to learning more about them. Definitely. Yeah. So you also founded um, WeTech Rotterdam, which is your, your home city, I believe. Um, yeah. And Rotterdam is, is undoubtedly one of Europe's hubs of startup activity. It's, it's got so much innovation going on. Why do you think that is? Why do you think it's such a, a dynamic city? I think most and foremost, so the tech climate in Rotterdam has massively developed over the course of the last, I would say, five years. So years ago, we were yeah, the, 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 the little brother of, of Amsterdam. And I think that's, uh, maybe we still are, but it's massively changing. So Rotterdam is known for its mar maritime sector, obviously. But if you now look into to the new developments that we have as a city in so many areas, uh, then, then we can really and fairly say that Rotterdam is becoming uh, one of the, yeah, the main or, or, or fastest growing tech hubs in Europe. And so I think it's, it's mostly due to the, to the mentality of the people here. Um, we're very quick in, in making changes and adjustments uh, and improvements to the model. It's a very um, high. It's it's a very high involved ecosystem, I would say. So uh, it's it's it has short and fast lines. Um, it's well connected, um, and and I think all those elements are are making sure that 
that we as a as a city or as a region, because the region is bigger than only Rotterdam, uh, yeah. can can constantly keep uh, reinventing itself. And and the reinventing part is really something that's that's in the the veins and the DNA of the of the city. So we're we're so used to to reinvent ourselves um, uh, historically after the bombing, obviously in World War II, but. The city is always in emotion and there's always something new to develop, a new skyscraper, a new building, a new initiative, et cetera, et cetera. And so there's, so we're definitely not there yet. And uh, the city and its region and all the, um, the companies in the region really need to make a, a pledge to, to keep developing the city uh, and to attract talent, to attract new companies and investors uh, to let the ecosystem thrive. And, and that's the reason that I started together with uh, some uh, some great entrepreneurs from, from Rotterdam and initiatives, uh, the WeTech Rotterdam uh, initiative. Luckily, uh -huh. we don't exist anymore. And that was also our goal to make uh, uh, sure that someone else uh, in, a more, in a more structured uh, way um, would take over. And now we have the new Up Rotterdam initiative um, sponsored by the government and by many companies and initiatives. And they are doing really well, um, and they're they're just on the cusp of uh, accelerating the growth in the in the region, and I'm I'm proud of uh, of that. Interesting. It's it's really interesting as well to hear your insights from Rotterdam and how it's it's kind of booming thanks to a commitment to constant reinvention and and creation and um, continually developing itself. It's it's really fascinating. Yeah, come and visit us. Then you see it. Yeah, I really. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, I need to get my flights booked and get over there. Perfect. You're more than welcome. <laughs> and perfect. And so just to finish off then, Hans, um, I was wondering if you could just share what would be your top advice for any budding founders or entrepreneurs out there? Because, I mean, you've had quite a lot of success, to put it mildly. Um, so, yeah, what would be your, your top advice? So I think my top advice, it's... Start with the end in mind. I think a lot of startup founders are uh, too much driven by uh, by short-term success and uh, also short-term investment and valuation. Um, while it's so much more important that you as an entrepreneur define, hey, why am I doing what I'm doing? And what kind of company do I want to um, to build? And for how long do I want to uh, to do that? And if you do that, Early in your journey, you're you're very able to to create a situation where you can select the right partners, uh, build the right team, uh, get the right investors on board, etc. And it would really benefit your journey if you do that early on. So I would say start with the end in mind and make sure that you have a certain vision or idea on where this might uh, uh, end in the future. Interesting. That's a really interesting approach that I haven't actually heard before. So thank you very much for sharing that. You're welcome. Yeah. So thank you again um, for joining us. It's been really wonderful to hear from you and to hear more about Hello Print. And I'm, I'm sure that everyone listening as well feels the same. It's really a fascinating story. So thank you. Thanks for joining us. My pleasure.